Welcome to the FitFun Podcast. I'm Fatima K, High Performance Mindset Coach. Joining me here, Matteo from FitBud, High Performance Fitness Coach. Each week, you'll get coaching tips, resources, and exercises on how to crush your mental and physical barriers to get your life to the next level. Join us for a powerful dose of great content, amazing interviews, and inspirational real talk. Let's get to today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fit Fun Podcast with your super coach, Fatima Kay, and your high-performance coach, Matteo with FitBot. We are super happy to welcome you here, guys. As you know, the FitFun podcast is your number one source for your fitness mindset and health. And we are bringing you awesome guests and awesome resources to tune you up no matter what age you are. So I am here today with Fatima and I'm super happy that Fatima is here today with me. Hello, Fatima. Hey, Matteo. I'm super happy to be here with you, too. <laughs> That's good to hear. That's good to hear. So, guys, today we're going to talk about the mindset is overrated and resilience is everything. It's more of a question whether, you know, it is like that. And, you know, in the last episode, we discussed the character and definition of character. So, um, a super cool episode. Definitely re-listen to it if you can. I've done it. I don't know if Fatima did that, but it was super helpful to learn something new and super interesting. Any reflection on that, Fatima? Yeah, I just loved it. Uh, you know uh, that we talked about um, like building a strong character because. Every episode is just giving everyone a piece of the puzzle and everyone and us, you know, a piece of the puzzle to just be um, the best that we can be um, in a holistic way. So definitely we're talking about very juicy stuff like values, like uh, exercises, fitness that they can do. So, yeah, if you did not listen to it, go. It's episode 10 on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm super excited about that one because I think that's it's it was a good episode and very holistic one and I like how we took it, you know, down yeah. to earth and practically and also a lot of cool quotes. So yeah, guys, go for it. Today we're gonna talk, as I said, about resilience and about you know how strong uh, you supposed to be or suppose how strong it's good to be and really build yourself up. Um, mm. So we will start with the mindset. We will start with, you know, re- resiliency and around that part. And we will slowly move to, you know, talking what it means in from the body and physique perspective to be resilient. So yeah. want to give it a try, Fatima, and tell us what <sighs> you think. This. Yes, 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 sir. Thank you so much. So I was very excited about this uh, subject, too, because, um, I mean, it's talking about mindset. And, you know, I call myself an expert on mindset, but it's definitely a subject that um, is very deep, very vast, and uh, a lot of things um, in there. Um, but it's it's good uh, because, for me, it's a foundation of what you can become, you know? Um, So in that uh, section, in this first section, I'm gonna go through 
you know, definitions. Again, I'm going to repeat myself. I definitely want to clarify the meaning of words that we are using on a daily basis, uh, because I feel like sometimes we use a word and like we don't really understand the meaning of it. Um, so let's do this. Uh, let's remind ourselves, what is the mindset? So the mindset is the established set of attitudes held by someone. So um, it is a set of attitudes. So it, 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 um, how do you say it? Um, it takes into account like different attitudes that you have towards you, towards people, towards society and towards life in general. Resilience, uh, a definition of resilience, I'm going to give you one from the Internet. The other one from one of my mentor, um, Dr. Mark Atkinson, and he adapted it from the Heart Math Institute. So the definition of resilience, you know, that you can find in the dictionary is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties or toughness. The definition from the HeartMath Institute and Mark Atkinson is the capacity to prepare for, recover from, and adapt in the face of stress, challenge, or adversity. And so it's it, this definition of uh, resilience from the HeartMath Institute and Dr. Atkinson is very complete for me because it takes into account different uh, big pieces of resilience, which are, you know, being prepared for uh, any challenges or stress, you know, that may happen in your life. Recover. So you have like what is happening afterwards, you know, these challenges and this situation for you and for your body. Uh, and, and adapt, of course. How are you going to go through these challenges, you know, when they happen? So I found it very complete and very straightforward. Um, and of course, I added up, um, you know, I wanted to know um, what was the definition of stress? Uh, because stress is part of those challenges. And basically, you build resilience from stress. So stress is a state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse or demanding circumstances. So it's mental. It's emotional or tension from your body. So it can, you know, it's, it, it, it takes into account embodiment too. So we have those definitions. Now, for me, let's put all that together. Mindset, in my opinion, and from my understanding, is incorporated in all phases of resilience. So it's not either, you know, you work on your mindset or your resilience. Well, mindset is part of resilience. Um, so I go deeper into how it is incorporated. So it is incorporated in, in preparing for, you know, the first part of the definition. It's to make sure that you understand that challenges are part of life. OK, and you get you, you got to be prepared. Uh, it's going to happen. OK, pain will be here. The other part, recovering from, for me, mindset get into, okay, what is my end goal here? Why do I need to get back up? And I love this quote from Les Brown, and I think I got it like 90% right. But he says a lot, you know, when life hits you on your back, make sure you fall with your face up, because if you can look up, you can get up. 
and I love it so much. I mean, Matteo. <laughs> I just if love it. If you do your push-ups, fall on your bag, know, not on your face. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So uh, this is how are you going to recover from, you know, like what is going on afterwards? Um, and, and what is your mindset regarding that? regarding this uh you get up you know and you move on and the last part is adapt and uh for that part for me mindset is um remembering your why your goals you know um building your mindset with mantras affirmations and um and you're gonna build you know resiliency So you can go to the HeartMath Institute website. It's very complete. I just love it. Um, uh, we try, you know, to keep these episodes very, you know, general. So just introducing the subject and then we're going to go back and deeper, you know, into all of these and, um, you know, get, get more clarity and more sense and better practices, you know, that you can use on a daily basis. So one way of uh, building uh, resilience is asking yourself questions. So asking yourself questions, again, is so important for uh, just creating awareness and just reflecting, you know, uh, reflecting, thinking, well, this is how you grow. Um, so let's go back to one of your experience of, of one challenging situation, you know, uh, that you went through in the past and, and ask yourself, okay, how did I get through that challenge? What specifically did I do or stop doing to get me through it? And this will give you, first of all, how resilient you are, but also ways, tools, weapons, you know, of that you can use, you know, um, that you have within you that you can use to be more resilient as, you know, you go on with your life. So. This was for me, you know, one way of of getting resilient. At that point, Matteo, do you have any, you know, ways like uh, how those questions talk to you right now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, very, very cool indeed. You know, uh, going back to my experiences with going, you know, through different challenges, and obviously, I always think about the physical ones, and I, I, I guess I highlighted it in the previous episodes where I used to be skinny and. You know, it was oftentimes, and I think I wasn't asking myself the right questions from the start when mm. I when I was very skinny, and you know, I was uh, my confidence was very low and self esteem as well, not that super high. I I was just you know influenced by other people around me instead of asking the right questions. And I remember we together, you and me, had one time session when you were asking me some questions, and you just you know it. Even though I seemingly thought I have the answer, but after that, you know, just having the, I definitely had more clarity in what I want, and Ooh. that's I think uh, super important for for you know all of us to ask the right questions. Yes, yeah, because I love that you said that because the, you know there is a healthy way of getting more resilience in your life and an unhealthy way of getting more resilience in your life. Um, so the unhealthy way is, you know, when you don't really, you know, reflect um, at that point when you are not present or you just, you know, go until burnout. You know, you just go through and like you're, you're, you're saying to yourself, you know, I'm resilient. I'm going to go through it. You know, I'm not going to sleep or 
pushing, pushing, pushing until the breaking point. So that's the unhealthy way of building resilience. A healthier way of building resilience is to uh, one way that I've learned, you know, uh, from my training as a coach that I had with Human Potential Institute is coming back to presence. So presence is a state that enable us, you know, to be fully present to the challenging situation or to respond, you know, uh, to that challenging situation consciously in the healthiest way possible. Uh, presence is also just being aware of like this moment, you know, right now, right here, what is going on within me and outside of me, but truly at the present moment. So coming back, being more focused at one specific point in time, which is the present one, you know, so um, it is very, very difficult to do because we never, I mean, we weren't trained of doing that, of building presence. And how do you build presence? With mindfulness. Um, so you use, um, I mean, yoga, meditation, walking meditation, prayers, tai chi, every way that enables you to come back to the present moment, you know? So. Well, after that, you just learn that you have control on, on your internal reality, some of it at least. Um, but the healthier way to get resilience is to let go of that outcome, you know, of that of that um, something that I want to achieve or I want to get to that point, you know, um, just you just let it go. So you understand you create awareness, you know, just by taking time of reflecting, asking yourself questions, having a coach um, of just, I mean, letting go of the outcome of just saying, okay, what I can influence is just what I can do. You know, you can't control the outcome, but what you can control is like having an influence on what you can do to get to that outcome. And I'm going to talk, you know, deeper on on uh, on letting go and like mindfulness, because these are super important, super important to just become the best that you can be. So the goal of resilience is to create this balance, you know, between this sense of control and, and letting go. And um, why is that important? Well, if you do you want to be like a victim or a victor in your life? Do you want to be healthy or sick? Or do you just want to be happy or like sad? You know, it is important if you want to get the positive, you know, benefits of life. Um, ways of measure, measuring resilience is using resilience scales. You can find them on Internet. Um, again, creating awareness, but asking yourself question. Oh, monitoring myself. Am I in survival mode or am I consciously reducing the effect of stress that came from you know, that specific situation. So I'm just, just to finish up, I'm going to give you, you know, some ways of building a healthier resilience. So you can use tools, you know, from spirituality, from knowing your purpose, um, taking care of yourself, like practicing self-care on a daily basis, uh, building strong, healthy relationship around you, doing meaningful work also, you know, so monitoring yourself is very important. It's something also that was never taught to us. Um, but 
having the awareness or just the possibility to do it, you know, um, on a daily basis, either in the morning or middays or like, hey, how do I feel, you know, or I feel stressed. Why do I feel stressed? It's very important. So the true state of high performance is finding this balance between a healthy rhythm of super focus, super intensive work, and then renewal, uh, taking time to rest. So this was for the mindset uh, for me, what I had to say about, you know, um, mindset, is it overrated? And, 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 and resilience is now the, you know, the key, well, you know, you need a proper mindset to build resilience. So your mindset will define resilience. So those are interconnected and you can't separate them. So I think I'm going to finish up on that note. What cool. did you think, uh, Matteo? Any any yeah. comments, anything that yeah. you want to say? I mean, you can go in so many directions with mindset and resiliency. And I'm really happy that you brought, you know, one big thing that was mindfulness and, you know, yoga, meditation. And it's it's a big one. I started many yeah. years ago, you know, being more mindful. And it's very physical, you know, taking breath in, breathing in, breathing out and focusing on what you said, being present instead of flying in a past, which mean mm. often means you're depressed or in the future, which, you know, you're anxious and where all that, if we go into a, you know, physiological sites like panic attacks come from. So it's probably the truth is even somewhere in between for, um, you know, yeah. state like that. But I really like, you know, the way you just were describing the physical side, the emotional and the healthy way. And I mean, again, I think it's very good part that you mentioned that people can measure it online and work on that. Again, you know, my part is to bring it somehow to the, it, it's interesting because, you know, what you said is very practical, just, you know, from Tai Chi and mindfulness. And I'm, I've been always the guy that, you know, I'm pushing around and I'm going, going for it, you know, hundred, 120. But as you said yeah. very nicely, you always need to more you, push more you need to recharge so i think that's yes. that's just on point if people don't take anything from away from this episode then it's just the sentence you know more you perform more you're focused more you have to recharge and don't do it just you know once in a week but do it every day yeah. or every yeah. moment before every activity you know try to find a way to recharge and so, definitely, you know, what we learned, you know, at the Human Potential Institute, we have the high uh, performance roadmap and it, it, it tells you like everything that you need. That's why we're going to go deeper in every part, because, I mean, to build your mindset, to build your uh, your resilience, you need, you know, proper nutrition, you need um, healthy mind, healthy emotional state, you need a healthy body. You know, so it takes all of these pieces of the puzzle to have a healthy being. And we want to get to the healthy being. And that's why you're going to get deeper into the body part. You know how to get a healthy body, which will be a foundation for better resilience, you know, a better you at the end of the day. So I'm very excited mm -hmm. to, to to know what you were prepared for us. <laughs> mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. You just did the whole introduction. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, guys, like it is. You know, I want to focus on a, on a body this, this episode because I believe, you know, the physical part on 
you know, let's how how your body is optimized in terms of uh, physical levels, your energy, your fat, uh, and you know whether you have pain or not, because that's gonna de also define how fast you're moving towards the optimal resilient body. So I always say, you know, it's cool to go to the gym because um, you know we all like that, and we need to cope with the sedentary lifestyle nowadays. And the most important thing that i always say is you know you want to run the stairs when you're 100 you know there is a big difference between people that break their hip when they are you know around this age those that lift often you know can have a nice lifestyle even in that ripe age there are different systems in the body and you want to over you know in general really focus on boosting your levels of energy and health and find out what's your you know standpoint so when you look from the bodybuilding world where i'm coming from about typical bodybuilder doesn't train all the energy systems that are in the body and the energy systems are important to increase your levels of you know strength your uh, your levels of um you know vitality and in general you know there are again different systems uh from and if you go to the gym you see often bodybuilders just lifting heavy weights or, uh, you know, that's, but that's just one part of it. So if we, you know, take a step back and focus more on a holistic kind of approach and even, you know, go centuries back where we come to the hunter-gatherer, those guys, you know, they could lift heavy, but still sprint 100 meters. You know, they, their health, their aesthetics, their, you know, overflowing energy, they you could measure their resiliency in different ways. So they could, you know, if you ask them and there was a lion hunting them and they had their baby spears, you know, they were running, they were able to run over all the obstacles and, you know, quickly sprint back home in their cave. And that's what you need nowadays as well, because we became too com comfortable and complacent sitting way too much. So, there are, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Ben Greenfield. And if you remember from my previous episode, I also mentioned I will buy the book Boundless, which I did. It's a book of 650 pages. So I'm definitely uh, happy and excited to take it up in some future episodes uh, to really discuss and go deep into some of these stuff he talks about. So um, really interesting is that before I got to know Ben Greenfield, I was already training after my, you know, competitions, started training different systems from calisthenics to, you know, stretching and just walking outside. And then I picked his, um, you know, article about training different type of system for this, you know, Asian warrior type of thing. And, you know, one of the things that he mentioned, for example, is the VO2 max. The VO2 max is the maximum output of the heart. So how hard you are, you know, heart has to pump your blood to the muscle when you are under a heavy workout. So it could be, you know, four minutes of exercise followed by a four minutes of rest. And you'll repeat this a couple times through, let's say, you know, four to five. And, you know, you do it every week one time. Uh, second type of, you know, system uh, would be mitochondria. So mitochondria is responsible a lot for the ATP and, you know, your energy production. So this would be, you know, short, intense exercise followed by 30 seconds hard and two minutes easy. You would repeat this again, you know, four times through, you know, every week a little bit. Uh, another one is the lactic acid tolerance. And again, talking about the bodybuilders before, a lot of these guys are focused on this part. So that means 
you do eight reps and you know after the eighth rep your muscles start to burn and that's where lactic acid actually builds up which is the muscles basically burn and a lot of scientific stuff is happening in order for you to build muscle you can also do you know like a tabata set uh easy and, and repeat it eight times through um, another one would be a stamina which is more focused on you know fasted walking 40 minutes i do that once a week um to go you know around the block for 40 minutes half an hour or something like that and that's very good for your kind of overall energy and training mm, you know one more would be muscle and strength i'm i'm doing it now actually let's say twice a week i do three sets of you know three reps heavy weight two times um and this is more focused on slow slower twitch muscle fiber so um um, you could also do, which I do, more explosive uh, fast, which muscle fiber, which is, you know, 30 seconds effort followed by 15 second rest. So I do that mostly in the morning when I do my, let's say, without weight, I do my high intensity and sometimes there is even no rest. So you kind of train both energy systems. And as I mentioned from the start, mobility, definitely a big one. Uh, I must say I slack on it again lately, but normally I try once a, once a week. If if I'm lucky, at least three times a week. Normally I do every morning, a couple of minutes. Um, so when we look, you know, from all these systems, I always say you have to plan, plan, and plan. So uh, the question is obviously how can you incorporate all of these trainings into your weekly schedule? Um, and, you know, you want to recreate your body, not just from the physical standpoint, but how you will look after in a while. So how, how you or your body proposition will look. So I always say less body fat means more brown fat. More brown fat is responsible for a lot of cool stuff, you know, in the body from really the heart uh, health and how, um, you know, your energy levels, etc. So, but more importantly you want to recreate how you look inside and these different systems will tap in different energies and optimize and tune your body to to be more resilient and you know face more better tough conditions so you in general i'm not a big fan of ironman type of sports i've done a lot of obstacle running and i know how crazy it can be especially because these guys are training way past you know 90 minutes which definitely is very strenuous for your body um so even you know taking cold showers to extreme and you remember the episodes where i talked about wim hof it's great but you know and, and tonight i'm actually going to sauna for three hours and just gonna be hot cold hot cold and this is amazing for you know your muscle fiber for your muscle especially after if you do a heavy workout you know your muscles gonna thank you because you know there is there is great science that your muscles gonna grow way faster um so fatima just because i don't want to put you asleep it's a lot of science there but uh, no I, I i this is perfect because i wanted to ask you a question about that for you personally going through all these systems in your life up until now how do you feel like, you know, going through all those fitness and like exercises and system has built, you know, your uh, resilience? Um, like how, how does it how for you, like how do you translate it? 
Fantastic. Uh, I, again, I'm very practical guy, so I, I, I will not lie. I didn't do this all my life. I mean, it's more of a last year thing. I used to be a mm. difficult bodybuilder where I did. I was focused on a lactic acid and neuro, you know, as I call it, neuro uh, overload. So basically pushing way beyond uh, my capacities where you where you tremble, which actually create, um, you know, ripple effect. Mm. Um, and 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 actually your muscles grow way faster but you need to recover way more so from that i was definitely resilient but from all of these trainings that i do now i see that i can do less and i'm also not that focused let's say on being massive than i used to be before and i just am focused mm. on you know hey i wanna i need to catch my plane now it's just 100 meters 200 meters down the road and i am not you know inhibited by having a heavy bag on my you know on my bag and just run and sprint and maybe you know and, and be okay or you know go for a nice stroll and i feel you know my body also the tolerance of uh coping with diseases and that's one of the things we're gonna talk in the next mm. episode it's yeah 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 w- went up for example you know just to conclude i all, used to ask last three years or four what do I need to do in order not to be sick even once? And I can tell you it was hard because I tried a lot of extreme stuff from, you know, cold to hot to somewhere in between and to uh, shoving down protein shakes, vitamins, etc. Sometimes I'm yeah. sometimes I'm not. But I feel that finally I got very close. And that's, um, I'm still figuring a lot of stuff out. I'm not saying I know, you know, what I always do. <laughs> I shouldn't probably say it, but it's a lot about experimentation and what worked maybe one year ago. Your body's changing as well. Yeah. So you yeah, uh, need yeah. to stay in tune. But I think I, I feel the difference when you incorporate mm. all these systems. Definitely. Because I, I ask you this question because I feel it like you're you're very advanced, you know, in your health and fitness compared to me because, you know, I'm like for the last five, six months, I kind of abandoned fitness. But I'm getting back to it. And something that I realized, you know, while doing the, um, the Busy Female Issues program. So the first month, physically speaking, it's not challenging at all, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, you know, before in the past, I... um. I had personal trainers and everything that truly like challenge my physical body, you know? And sometimes I'm like, oh man, I will go back soon to that. So I have this apprehension, you know? I, so I, I translate it like a weakness, you, you know? So it, the fact that I didn't do uh, uh, my fitness program or I didn't exercise my, bi- my body as I used to made me less resilient in, in, in one part, you know, of, of my mindset. Um, it's weird. I don't know if, if it's clear enough, but I, it was, you know, my feelings towards this. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm going to suffer. You know, I'm going to start once I'm going to start, you know, going at it hard when you're going to have like harder exercises. I know I'm going to suffer because I went through it before, you know. Exactly. Exactly. That's what you said. You know, it's it's a it's also you should see it like a progress, right? A progress bar, like what you said about the resiliency. So I measure it, you know, how how much did I do last week? So example, a practical example is, you know. 
uh, the lifting side, you know, the strength side. I want to lift, Ooh. let's say, 150 kilo. I lifted 150 last week, and I'm asking myself, how can I come in this week, optimize everything yeah. from sleep to nutrition to be able to lift 155 or 160 kilo and mm -hmm. don't hurt myself? Because yeah. that's the thing. It's not the fancy side of, you know, being a great lifter or, you know, doing it once. It's the, as we talk about it, the way of a turtle. How can yeah. I do yeah. it this mm. week? And even it might seem very boring. How can I recreate such environment that I slowly increase the intensity, the density, um, you know, the volume, yeah. the repetitions? And when you strategically, like you just were talking about a busy female, she's when you strategically put it put it on a top of each other, that's mm -hmm. the magic. But I, I just talked to a client about this and he told me, you know, man, I, I really love your approach, but you know, the mind downside is always I get enthusiastic, I go all out and I hurt myself. You know, and yeah. I'm I'm the same I'm I have the same problem sometimes. And now after the years, I'm finally, you know, more focused on yes, how can I progressively increase my load my yeah. intensity and i mean once a week we do with my girlfriend this crazy training it's like 1300 reps it's like really what it what it sounds it's just 1300 reps like 20 exercises you just heavy weight it's like you know bodybuilding meets endurance it's like if you run on an airport with 50 kilo or 60 kilo on your back and then and you think you're done and you do it still like 30 times and then you do mm. different exercises and I hate it. And I thought I'm conditioned. I do it like half year and I increase, you know, I do now with 50 kilo for 40 minutes. It's insane. And I always uh -huh. like the first 10 minutes, you want to puke. You're like, I don't want to yeah, do this yeah. anymore. Yeah. But when yeah, I yeah. 10 years ago, I would never be able to do it. So you yeah. also have to, you know, um, and it's also good that you acknowledge like it's, it's, you know, I need a push. I need some, you know, the coach. I hate it, but. You also need, you know, some system and you ideally say, okay, in 90 day or less, I can get where I'm going, but I'm going to be patient with myself and I'm going to be consistent. And I know that if I'm accountable to someone, the first three months is just laying the foundation and then we will build on the top of it. And when you're patient and consistent, I can promise you in one year. And I mean, you have the knowledge for you. It's just, you know, hey, I haven't done anything for the last six months. I just need to get yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. You need to retrain the muscle, right? Oh, for sure. It's like it's retraining the muscle, uh, putting myself into, OK, now it's truly building this self-discipline, this commitment, you know, the, to to truly um, be committed to my uh, health. You know, uh, having a better lifestyle, being a high performance, being the embodiment of high high performance. So uh, we got to talk about this for the next episode. But definitely um, being in this lifestyle, you know, changing your lifestyle, not into, oh, you know, I'm going to do this specific program or like I'm going to eat this specific food only. Uh, but it's exactly. thinking at a at bigger scale. So I just, yeah, I just love that. And I wanted to know your your input on that, like your personal input. So I just love it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, you're perfect. That's your perfect example in case, you know, I'm, I'm happy you joined the Busy Femaleishes and that's just one particular program for busy females. So it's, you know, even built for females that don't have time to go to the gym, for example. So you yeah. exercising home and that also, in my experience, it's even slower approach than if you combine it with some, I mean, slower in the terms of 
you don't have maybe too much equipment at home. So if you have also more heavier workouts, then you know you burn also more. But it doesn't matter because it's more about a consistency and slowly, yes. you know, training yeah. your mindset. Yeah. Mm. So again, you know, extraordinary physique and health require that you commit practicing daily. So you have to incorporate these different systems and this was very hands-on and practical. So, you know, for example, for, you know, beginners, you could just do one of these six systems uh, a week. You could just say, okay, I'm going to lift heavy or I'm going to, you know, stretch. Or even you incorporate all of these, but you're just going to keep them very short. You just do, you know, I mean, hit training, like couple jumping jacks here and there doesn't take you really much time. And then you know, okay, well, my goal is to train at least four times a week. So, okay, well, that's four systems. Let's just focus on this. And, you know, that's why we're here, guys, because we can help you in, you know, the strategic side. You don't have to figure it out. Um, and in the end of the day, if you really look on the big picture, as just Fatima said, it's not anymore about just going to the gym and think you're lifting and that's okay. I mean, it's just one part, but if you really think like, I want to increase my quality of life, I want to increase my, you know, resilience and really the mindset that the very crucial part Fatima was talking about, you just need to be, yeah, you just have to do more effort. You cannot just take it's, it for it granted. Starts, like, yeah. It starts there. It starts there. It's like being how I see it and how I did it is like, be uh, having a commitment with yourself you know internally this is something that it's an internal conversation but making sure to say today it's enough uh i decide and i commit you know to a better healthier life okay now how do i do that okay and then the world of internet is here the fit fun podcast is here and you have so many different information about food about fitness but it starts, the seed is in your mindset. Um, so that's why it is so important. And we start with it because for me, it's like truly the foundation with a, with a, with a, a big T. So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's a, it's a moving target. You know, it's, if you look in the mirror and again, I'm, I'm still telling myself hey in five years i'm gonna have the best physique ever so for me even though you know i always preach don't lead by ego lead by you know compete only with yourself it's still an internal competition because i know that more muscle i have more healthier i can be and scientifically proven i gotta live longer because i'm more resilient to you know flu and sicknesses and all the things we're gonna be talking about in the next episodes um, so that's why I'm so obsessed with understanding different systems in the body, you know, and how the body operates. So I, it's not about dictating what works, you know, for me to dictate it for you. You have to kind of test it out and adjust it to yourself. So, guys, um, you have the systems. Uh, in the end of the day, you know, when you look at the uh, conclusion and, you know, what you want to what are the benefits you want to reap from this? It's the flexibility you want to, you know training slowly but consistently you want a long-term physique uh, benefits and health benefits you want to increase stamina you want to increase metabolism optimize fat burning you know functionally meaning you know what i talk about the white fat uh, that is you know from all the sugars and everything you eat when your tank 
responsible for burning, you know, glucose, for example, is just full and everything is spilled into muscle, into fat or is, you know, built as a fat. But when you optimize your body by, for example, waking up in the morning, having a green tea or a coffee without any milk in it before anything else, and then you do high intensity workout 10 to 20 minutes. And then you take cold shower, you know, cold, warm, cold, warm. I can guarantee you, if you do this, you're going to lose fat 100%. And you're going to walk around healthy all year long. And it doesn't mean you have to take half an hour cold showers, but just slowly build it out and just do the tough, resilient thing. And uh, you mentioned mindfulness. And one thing that I'm going to mention here is that obviously the workout, but the cold showers is something that's just going to make you strong. Um, Yeah. And in the I, end of I the just, day, I, you want a slower I, I, aging. I, I, wanted, yeah, I wanted to jump in into like the optimized fat burning functionality and share my own experience on that. Uh, it's just an observation that I made this year. So I started this, you know, getting back to health journey uh, more than two years ago. And I was experimenting and, you know, I had successes, failures. And today I'm like uh, uh, losing or getting fitter like burning fat, I did not do any, like, I don't do exercises for now six months. Like I said, I just started again, but uh, taking cold showers and intermittent fasting and having more fat in my diet, those made the trick, but I'm just seeing the results right now. So it's amazing because I'm like sitting down the whole day working on my computer, you know, still trying to move a little bit, but I, I mean, I don't leave the house, but I'm, I still see that I get fitter because I don't weigh myself anymore. Because for me, I realized Mm. that it wasn't beneficial from my mindset. It was actually Mm. hurting my mindset. So I don't Mm. do it. And the end goal is not a specific number. You know, for me, I Mm. just want to look and be fit and feel fit and be healthy. That's it. So, you know, watching yourself, like looking yourself in the mirror, it's sufficient. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, I'm not a guy that I'm going to be like, hey, you have to measure your calories. You have to, you know, measure your glucose. No, I mean, if you're really in tune with your body and you and that's also a moving target, you learn that, you know, you eliminate, you look at these different food groups from histamines to, uh, you know, gluten to dairy and all these different things. And then you start understanding, okay, this doesn't work for me. This works for me. And I want to, you know, I want to when I look in the mirror, I'm going to say, well, I, I think I look great. Maybe I don't have a six pack, but you know, it's a, again, moving target. So guys, there's so much interesting stuff we could talk about, but to keep it short for you, um, we, uh, gonna conclude here. Any, anything particular that you still want to describe here or talk about Fatima? Uh, I mean, a big, big subject. I just want to go back to what I said at the beginning. We will get back into these subjects in a deeper way and uh, talk, you know, um, select sub subject from within, you know, uh, these episodes and go deeper into it and like being more practical, you know. Um, so, yeah, just just that. I, and and uh go through it again uh i love that the fact that we you know share uh you know practical like tools that are uh very very useful and that you can use right away you know you don't need like to to plan or to take you know two hours to write it down so very uh just go back and listen to it and you have everything also on the show notes so 
No, exactly what you said. You know, guys, if you just do mindfulness and if I, if, if you do what I said, you know, do your green tea or your coffee in the morning, then do your hit and then you go cold, warm, cold, warm shower. I'm sure in three months we're going to talk and you're going to, you're going to be happy. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, if you don't, if you don't go to McDonald's every day, of course. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> so yeah, guys, thank you. Thank so awesome. Thank you, everyone, uh, for listening to uh, today's episode. I hope you'll, you, you, you know, you get um, value from it and you can review all the resources that we discussed today um, and everything else on the show notes. Um, and it's on our website. Um, so FatimaKeshai.com. You also have Fitbud. Uh, and connect with us on Instagram um, we are mainly over there and if you want to support what we do then do not hesitate to share and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Google Podcast and um, share it with a friend also that uh, you think need to listen to this content and we have amazing amazing episodes coming up great interviews and powerful content so stay tuned bye Matteo Bye, Fatima. Bye. Bye.